0: Sixty eight degrees outside. It's Tuesday, <laughs> July third, two thousand twelve. I'm a rival, joined by Mitch Dyer and Brett Elston. That's actually getting. That's, I don't even know, that was devolving uh, into they, something they gotta, subhuman. You gotta come up, come up for air at some point. I wish yeah, I, I don't know, that's, uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey here, Now it's uh, Podcast Unlocked here at IGN. I'm joined by, of course, my left hand, Mitch Dyer. Hi! And uh, our special guest this week is our old friend, former colleague of mine, mm. and uh, now the community manager at Capcom USA, the one and only Brett Elston. Hi, everyone. So, why is Brett here? Well, I wish I knew. I actually live under this table.
1: It's a good. It's a sizable this table. Is a
0: large. You guys moved into my house. You could, pro- hmm. you could probably fit a bathroom under there. I'm not going to tell many you where it amenities. is. So, well, no, Br- uh, Brett's really here for a, a game that you may have heard of called Resident Evil Six. Coming get- It's a small thing coming out this fall. Yeah, it's only carries the hopes and dreams of the entire company on its shoulders. <laughs> it's, no pressure. It is an important game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's been. I mean, it's been a a bit of a bumpy year for Capcom so far. I I am nodding slightly. (laughs) Critically, at the very least. I mean, we've seen. Now, to be fair, uh, Raccoon City, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, Mm. seemed to sell fairly well. It got beat up a little bit by the critics. We had Dragon's Dogma, which has done sort of decently on both sides right it's sort of yeah it's done yeah it's done all right on both sides but it is one of those games that i'm hoping has some kind of it's a game that deserves a long tail yeah uh there's actually a lot of stuff to chew on in there so and no 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 uh capcom hat on that at all like i'm actually still playing it and, and it's done well in japan i believe yeah right Um, which is good, because, I mean, the entire company worked on that game, right? It was was a huge game, and, you know, years in development, and, uh, like, I mean, I was in the press when they first showed it off at Captivate 2011, and it looked huge, and I remember playing it back then and thinking, like, wow, like, being thrown up to fight griffins in the air. Climbing on this thing and flying. Climbing on things, and climbing things is, like, such a, I've always wanted in games, like, that physicality. Yeah. So, uh, I was kind of hoping a bit bigger uh, reaction, but uh, it, it took a while to, like, get out what it was it's a really hard game to go yeah well it's not quite a skyrim or dark souls or a monster hunter it's not quite any of these things so it was a hard game to convey but it's it's pretty cool but pertinent to this week is that it uh allows you to have access 360 the demo of re6 yes it is the key yes the key to everything that you uh definitely care about Mm. and Brett, you've been kind enough not only to grace us with your presence, but to bring along <laughs> two copies of Dragon's Dogma as well, containing access to that very Resident Evil 6 demo. Because, to clarify, this is Dragon's Dogma is the only way yes. to get your hands on this demo. Yep. Uh, yeah, people who bought Dogma ahead of time, there's a little card inside there that says, hey, when it's out, um, download this code, you'll get the access to the demo. And then you actually have, the, have to have the Dogma disc in the machine, in the Xbox, to access it. Right. I think Crackdown... Beta Halo Did Three function the of same thing. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was okay. the please don't buy this and trade it in yes. after taking the code out. Yes. thing. So we're gonna give away. We've got two copies, and what we're gonna do is beg for Twitter followers. Uh-huh. Yes, we're gonna mm-hmm. troll for Twitter followers. So at Podcast Unlocked, all one word. Follow us, tweet us why you want to play Resident Evil Six, and we will. Pretty randomly. I mean, it's got to be random, right? To make it fair. We will randomly choose from among two of our followers and you will get the game mailed to you courtesy of some unfortunate intern here. Probably. That has (laughs) to mail it. Yeah. But we'll get it in the mail to you. Um, Now, Brett, real quick, what if. It, d- does the code work in all regions, or is it? The need, do we need to have uh, U.S. people only here? Oh, Jesus! Because no. I guess the well, the game the only game works in the region, yeah, yeah. right? So, in it's TNC, be in TNC. TNC. Um, yeah. if you happen to win and you're not in the U.S., perhaps I can find an alternate prize for you. But mm. just fair warning now, I will not be able to. Well, I could send it to you, but it would be wor- it would be useless. <laughs> you would get yeah. nothing out of it. You'd yeah. have to put it on eBay or something, have which yeah, yeah. But in any case, yeah, we've got a couple copies of dragon's dogma for you which will get you the access to resident evil 6 now it's it's a pretty substantial demo it's three sections mm-hmm. playing as each of the three teams so because the game itself is three campaigns right three Brett? campaigns uh yeah you have leon kennedy and helena harper aren't doing one thing uh begins in tall oaks zombie outbreaks just happened and they are kind of have just shot the president ac- not accidentally <laughs> um, <laughs> whoops i'm sorry <laughs> so the game kind of begins with like so the president's dead. Whoops. And zombie outbreak, you're trapped. And then other story is uh, Chris Redfield and Piers Nivens, who is uh, – they're both BSAA agents. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, yeah. may, I may have, uh, yeah, may I have been one, one too many, many A's. A's. I may have had a glitch in there somewhere. a It's just too hard. BSAA agents. It's like U.S. agent – times three bs how about bs double BS a double agents that might help flow it a little better i'm not uh, sure soldier bros soldier dude bros <laughs> with guns yep. uh and chris begins the game you know in a different state but uh it gets pulled back into this into this fight it's not a fight he necessarily wants to continue waging but uh this global outbreak has, has pulled him back in and then by different state do you mean alcoholism because uh, that's what we see which, in the demo bring me yeah. my memory <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, that's yeah. The, obviously the game leads up to why he's in that state, but uh, it is a weird place to pick up with, so Chris is not in a good spot right now. Um, and then the third one is Jake Mueller and uh, um, Sherry Birkin from RE2 all grown up, and they both have unique genetic things going on with them, so seeing them team together is actually kind of another cool thing, and they have their own storyline, but all three of these storylines kind of interweave and talk right. to each other, but the demo is very much uh, like what we showed at E3, so they're all kind of siloed off but in the full game like they're all three pretty substantial campaigns that at key moments kind of talk to each other so you'll right. be playing as leon and helena and bump into jake and sherry but then when you play as jake and sherry you'll bump into leon and see how that happened now, it, the demo is really like an appetizer plate where it's
1: like it hey really this is, is what you can expect from it's each more, of these characters it's, a, it's
0: the resident evil 6 cheese platter it's Exactly, a cheese platter it's like a tone platter it's like yeah. here's here's generally the tone of the of the uh of the dem- of the game itself. So like Leon's campaign, you can expect a bit more shadows, moodiness, slow-paced. Yeah. Well, that's Chris what I was you can getting expect Raw raw shooting and then Unchar- uh, not uncharted. <laughs> Jake, you can expect some uncharted style. <laughs> Jake, you can expect some uncharted style like cinematic, like big big set pieces right. and uh but also, you know, uh and from what I've played, there's also some like really cool just tension And, uh, like, really cool boss fights and stuff. So all all three offer a little something. Right. So that's, you know, if you haven't been tracking Resident Evil 6 closely yet, you can do so by visiting IGN.com and checking out our wiki, right? Heard that's a pretty good place. Yeah, we've got everything up there, including, by the way... Dude, that IGN is huge. What's up with that? It's it's such a big site now. You know, it's funny how... I've been asked this by by people like family members who don't really know games and like oh uh, Ryan I heard you got a new job where are you working oh IGN is, oh what's that stand for and I don't <laughs> yeah, really every it, time. It, it, see it used to stand yeah. for Brett and you and I uh, know this well it used to stand for Imagine Games Network because yep. I, IGN was started by our former company. Yep. Which is future US, but they were they used to be called Imagine Media. So yep. IGN was originally uh, a, the brainchild of Imagine. It mm-hmm. was Imagine Games Network, and then of course IGN spun off into its own thing. And I suppose after that, I like to tell people either that it stands for nothing, or it's like International Games Network. It doesn't or something. stand for anything anymore. Yeah, like it, it, it literally like it, stands they, they, for nothing. Yeah, they got rid of the name. Now <laughs> it is just IGN. Huh. No, no meaning now anymore. Random wow. three letters from the alphabet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. Um, Uh, oh that's where i was going with that so yeah if uh we on ign's wiki on our resident evil Six, actually well right now on the front page of ign because resident evil 6 is all the hotness today you can actually watch the playthrough of of all three bits of the demo in case you don't have dragon's dogma and you don't win today and you don't want to go buy dragon's dogma we've we've got the demo up for you to watch and um, so it is this the full games three the full three separate campaigns as you alluded to Brett it's one of them sort of classic Resident Evil survival horror style one of them is you know the Redfield campaign mm-hmm. is more actiony yeah yeah and uh, and even even Leon like it's it's not going to be just totally like walking through shadowy hallways leon's definitely gonna have some action elements it, yeah. but it is overall more akin to re4 right uh where there's a little more you know it's not it's more re4 than re5 i would say yeah oh, a little totally. slower pace a little more uh um what's the word i'm looking for deliberate yeah like, you, and I, I what i've played so far it's actually some puzzle solving some actual like re style like i need to put a thing on this dial and <laughs> let me walk so but get some gems and medallions and stuff yeah there's yeah. plenty of gems so uh oh we we also have a question from our other guest panelist this week. Uh-huh. The, the Maggie the Boxer bobblehead knew qu- custom. I wondered about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's custom bobblehead had that made. Uh-huh. Thanks Groupon for Yeah, there's some website that does custom bobbleheads. You send photos like profile like head on, huh. profile so Obviously, had, I'm going to order one of me. You should. I think that would be the best thing ever. It'd be the perfect desk ornament. And then <laughs> Greg you, has one. I wonder if that's where he got it because he has a little Greg Miller. It's probably the case. I mean, it, the, the likeness to the, my dog is pretty pretty interesting. So uh, Maggie, the boxer bobblehead. Is there anything you want to ask about Resident Evil Six? Are your doggies? <laughs> uh, it's got to be dogs. Strange right? Strange that a dog could talk, but. Story about it. Shut I'm, up! I'm somehow not unnerved by this at all. i has uh, got an attitude problem, Ryan.
1: Gotta get that dog trained. <laughs> this dog sounds a lot like
0: Scooby Doo. Uh, I'm loyal to my master. It's uh yeah, of course there are zombie dogs. Right I guess that I guess he's happy. I'm very right. confused. Anyway, thanks, Pooch. Uh, we'll hear. We'll zombie. hear more from Maggie the Boxer later in yes. the in the
1: podcast. So there, by the way, there are still remnants from the last guest.
0: The burrito yeah, the, the grease the, stain the pool is still there. From, Oh wow! <laughs> <from> the, <laughs> what is that? That's burrito. And and the the sick thing is that was actually that was towelled up, and that's still what's left behind. It's like part of the table now. It's sort of it's changed the the physical nature. Of the table itself. Oh, so gross. I'm still here, guys. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. <laughs> soul
1: of a burrito burned into the table.
0: <laughs> so you have to throw this table away, I guess. Sorry, Brett. You have nowhere to live now. Oh, damn it. I forgot about that callback. <laughs> oh! <Yeah. laughs> you know, one, one errant spark and we could have a grease fire in here. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Correct. bad. We could torch IGN in seconds. Luckily, there's not a lot of cables sitting around this table. Not at all. I'm going to take up smoking right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take up smoking um, at tables. <laughs> so we've got so Re- uh, Resident Evil 6 demo. Yep. We've got a new panelist, Maggie the Boxer. And the other weird thing that happened this week, um, besides the fact a day off in the middle of the week. Yeah! yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's 4th of July. That's why normally we will aim to have the show. I know the last couple shows have been on Thursdays. Normally we're going to aim for Wednesdays because that's sort of a, a good Xbox day. That's a lot, you know, Xbox Live yeah. Arcade mm-hmm. Wednesdays mm-hmm. and middle of the week uh, before we get too burned out. But uh, of course we're off tomorrow for Fourth of July thanks to our benevolent employers for granting us the paid day off. But uh, the other weird thing that happened this week, and this has been, it's quickly grown into legend around the office. I, I and literally people did not believe me at first when this happened. So our old friend another old friend of ours, besides Brett, Dan Amrick, uh-huh. who now works at Activision. He is their social media manager. A very small industry, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, at, back when I was at OXM, Dan, as a pseudo-joke... because So Dan's a, a huge guitar hero, uh, not only a huge guitar hero fan, but more importantly, Van Halen. Yep. That's his favorite band of all time. Yes. So guitar hero Van Halen was mm-hmm. naturally something very near and dear to him. Now, as you'll recall... Guitar Hero Van Halen was given away as a as an an incentive if you purchase Guitar Hero 5. This was yeah. sort of as the genre was winding down and yeah, they needed it was about to jump off the cliff. Yeah, they needed to bribe people any way they could to buy that year's <coughs> guitar game, Guitar Hero game and so Van Halen was was a game that was completed and then sort of sold on its own but they mostly decided, well, let's just use this as a promotional vehicle for Guitar Hero 5. And they just they offered it as a free thing if you purchase GH5. So what happened was uh, Activision ended up with billions of these because <laughs> GH5, you know, by that point, Why the genre... Why we print a billion discs? Yeah, <laughs> by that point, the genre was more, more or less on life support and they mm. were left with warehouses full of Guitar Hero Van Halen discs. So Dan saw it fit to send me... I said, hey, you know, I could use some podcast prizes to give away to our listeners. Yeah. And he probably sent me 1000 disks literally 1000 disks so i we chip, we we worked we gave them away every week for months if not years at <laughs> oxm and then i come over here to ign I'm like great i'm rid of these things they are no longer haunting my dreams until yesterday when 3 actually I should say 4 giant boxes showed up in the mailroom and oh god uh our editor in chief Casey was like hey Ryan you got uh, like four big giant boxes in the mailroom and what the they're from Activision and I'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> no go in there and sure enough check the side label four horseheads quantity 300 <laughs> uh guitar hero Van Halen promo hey. disc you know, and then the fourth box was the last hundred to round it off. So Dan Amrick of OneOfSwords.com, I hate you, <laughs> but I also love you. I love you, but I hate you at the same time. If you could send Ryan a thousand more, actually, that'd be great. <laughs> actually, he'll do it. He I mean, will? He's, <laughs> he has a history of this because when I left when I left Games Radar and went to Capcom, he sent me uh, an, an entire spool of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. In 2011, like the 2006 <laughs> the game like, is like five years old. Yeah. yeah, but not even like like just a spool with burned copies of the game that you're wow like the not, check disks. Yeah, that just check. And I'm like, what do you what? what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> and and I think like a hundred mouse pads of like true crime or something. Oh like, man, I'm, good lord! I'm like I will just leave this here. I, I'm not <laughs> taking this with me. So um, we've got a thousand copies of Guitar Hero Van Halen <laughs> wow. for Xbox 360. So if you don't win Resident Evil 6... Yeah, so everyone, for the foreseeable future, no matter... We'll, we'll hopefully have other prizes, but you will, at the very least, be getting a copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen for Xbox 360. Now, those of you that may have followed me over from OXM and had previously won contests there, you probably already have a copy. <laughs> You're probably going to get another one should you enter our contest here. I think better than one is 200. But um, <laughs> we were trying to... You know, I, we're trying to brainstorm some interesting things to do. There are things that thousand, may be in motion. Yeah. Some some plans that, that may be happening. So I do want to both thank and say F you mm-hmm. to Dan Amrick for, for providing decades worth of prize. The, three, the 360 <laughs> will be long dead before we've gotten rid of all these discs. <laughs> That's the thing. All right. So with that being said, let's debut a new listener submitted portion of Podcast Unlocked as we head into the News Unlocked.
1: IGN's Xbox 360 Podcast, the Podcast Unlocked presents the News Unlocked! That damn train. The train.
0: All right, I want to thank Rory, our loyal listener, for Crafting that lovely news theme that Mitch totally didn't just hear because I added it later uh-huh. through the magic of editing. Wow, that was great. <laughs> I'm so happy to have eventually heard that. But I I hope it's really good. It actually it is really good. Sound like it's outstanding. So, um, you know, I forget that it's 4th of July that The Amazing Spider-Man, the new that's the big movie this weekend. Yes. Yep. It's getting some pretty lukewarm, mediocre re- reviews from the critics. I know our own IGN guy gave it a six. Huh. And kind of thought, eh? You know, we saw most of this movie uh, ten years ago with Sam Raimi. But so Mitch, but you went to I the, you did the midnight thing last night, right? I did. I
1: did. And I can kind of, as I love that movie. I loved Amazing Spider-Man. I kind of want to see it again tonight. Uh, but I, I totally understand why it's getting those lukewarm reviews. Yeah. Um. Not because I don't think it has anything to do with like the 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 Raimi similarities. Because I mean, he just made the Spider-Man origin story, which we had seen a billion times in comics. Right. But it's just like it's so cheesy in a perfectly spider-man way there's some really lame dialogue between villains he's making wisecracks (laughs) the entire time in his suit um
0: that's something i definitely missed from the raimi ones oh yeah was just one i I never got and again i liked them when i saw them because it was like marvel movies holy crap this is really happening yeah and just kind of lost my mind but then as the years go by and as i saw spider-man 3 i'm like wait a minute were they (laughs) actually were they secretly awful the whole time and then i go watch them again and i'm like Oh wait, yeah, this the, yep. the dialogue it's like there's a hero and all of Oh them. my <laughs> god. <laughs> so but You're not yeah. Superman, you know. If only Spider Man were here and we knew he was Spider Man, mm-hmm. we could wink at Nudge at the camera. Couldn't they just kill her instead? <sighs> Damn, son. But no, the new one, like it looks uh you said you likened it to Batman Begins earlier. Right, right, because it's a Peter Parker story. They focus on Parker as a student
1: and as a guy figuring out his life. Mm. Right. Um and there's actually like the without i'm not gonna i don't want to spoil anything because the movie is barely out but the the scene after he gets his powers the way they introduce him figuring it out is amazing it's so good and it's exactly what they should have done before because go ahead no just in general because but before it was like oh now he's muscular and he gets it but and then they spend like four hours of him like exploring like what can i do but they they really move it along at a really interesting pace
0: and the, me- the mechanical web shooter stuff all works. Yeah, it totally works, makes sense. But, yeah. yeah
1: they, they, everything is really well explained. Um, the other thing that I think people are going to be down on is the croc as a villain. Yeah. Because... The lizard, lizard. The, the, croc, the lizard, the lizard. Killer Croc is Batman, and fool. I saw it yesterday.
0: <laughs> I saw it not 12 hours ago. Lizard is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. Really, I've, I've had a huge thing with the lizard, like since I was a little kid. It just—it's very easy. It's like okay, an eight-year-old so, to go. Oh, it's oh a, God, lizard. a dinosaur. Yeah, got it. Are you, yeah. Are dinosaur. you a vampire? Do you not sleep? Because you were here promptly by 9 a.m. this morning, and you went to a midnight show last uh, night. I also
1: had breakfast at 8 a.m. with podcast unlocked alum Peter Eichemann's Jesus,
0: what? So you're d- confirming this vampire theory. Yeah, correct. Okay. That's, so, that's why I'm in this building so was, early. That his also sun. explains his pale gingerness. Correct. <laughs> it's all coming you're together. <laughs> they're outing me on the air. <laughs> but the the new one, at least, the Amazing Spider-Man from the trailers, and the, and even the movie posters, which have blanketed San Francisco, as you mm-hmm. can imagine, uh, one thing they're already getting across to me is the agility and the speed of the character, which is something, when I watched the Raimi ones, I never really got.
1: So they do an amazing job of yeah so, of developing that without developing Like They don't linger on... Him going, what can I do? How do I swing? They, I mean, they have those moments, but it's it's very obviously Peter just experimenting on the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as the movie progresses, you see him progressively become like more and more like a spider. That's cool. Just in the way he behaves in combat. It's awesome. Mitch?
0: Well, I am seeing it tonight.
1: Yes, Maggie. Oh, yes.
0: Are there doggies in it?
1: There... Are there doggies
0: in it? <laughs> this is a serious I don't question. want to spoil anything for the, for the dog. There are lizards in it. There are. But yeah, I was not a fan of the what, initial What about, the... um, you know, the... In one, I think it might have even been the very first trailer uh, or teaser thing, there was a, what I thought was a really awesome first-person sequence. Is yeah. the, are those does that happen in the film? Or there, yeah, but they're real brief. That's unfortunate. But they, they
1: do exist, and that like that big because it Runny reminded shot me of, at the it, end where he jumps in the building. Like, yeah, that thing yeah it was
0: exactly. Which is one
1: of my favorite games of this uh, generation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you see, so, uh, they do it frequently, but it's real brief shot. So it's like you see him like put his arm out, and you see the web shoot out, and right. then it cuts to like him swinging. So it's, it's real fast, Did but you it is see there. See it in 3D.
0: I was just going to ask that. that. Okay.
1: So it, it, what's hilarious is like the last shot of the movie is the 3D money shot. It's like <laughs> here's the thing coming at you, and then it like it cuts before it could possibly be interesting in 3D. It's great. So wow. glad I saw it in 2D.
0: Yeah, that's the way I'm going to well, see it tonight. I, uh, like you, Mitch, I have already purchased my IMAX tickets for The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. It. It, and it's already the whole... I So I checked uh, the entire opening day of IMAX. I don't know about the rest of you know, the 2D showings, but the IMAX opening day is completely sold out already. Oh, my God. A month in advance. At the Metreon? At or? the Metreon Damn in it. San Francisco. I think I have a ticket to that.
1: Yeah, Yo, well, you're going. You're I, doing Midnight, right? I yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I bought Greg's ticket. I have no idea what it's for. It's, I need to yeah. get on
0: top of this. Um, yeah. I'm glad I, that they're putting it after Comic-Con this year, because Dark Knight, uh, The Dark Knight came out, I think, the week of. What? It was 2008. It was either E3 or Comic-Con, and I think it was E3. I think it was E3. That and sounds we, familiar. Yeah, and we got back, like, flew back from E3 Friday morning, and then went to see Dark Knight, <laughs> and friend Chris actually fell asleep seeing The Dark Knight. Amazing! Wow. Really? Yeah, because we're, like, so beat after all week of E3, and then you immediately go into a dark room, and like, boy, this chair <laughs> <laughs> What a performance, Heath! Oh, God! Do you yeah. want to know how I got these... <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. And I was like,
1: Chris, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Humiliating me in front of all these anonymous people.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Dark Knight Rises, very excited. Yes. Let's put a smile on that. Are you snoring? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i was i just i i want to see the like that's my number one movie for the summer by far i'm so you know i just love batman but i just feel like it's gonna be two and a half hours yeah it's and longer I, it's like 163 minutes so if i do the midnight show with you um ne- how am i gonna make it to work in the morning like i I might as well soldier on I i don't know how you're gonna do it me either that's I mean. Well, you're like 15 years old. You can. It's correct. This yeah. Off, so you can do this. Actually, can you work in this country at 15? Shut up. You have up. a permit. Dick's Sh- 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 on, on the on the on the in green in green card. In great card, kick. <laughs> I can't even. Wow. How Whatever. long has it been since I've been in school? Too long. <laughs> um. Anyway, I yeah. We're, I believe we're technically in a news segment. Right. News. Yeah. <laughs> news. <laughs> Spider Man's pretty good. Well, we don't have much this week. You know, it's a holiday week. The, a lot of a lot mm. of folks in the industry, um, art, of course taking some time off, taking the extra days, days or entire week off. But a few things of note, Left 4 Dead 2, remember that game? I amazing. I'm am, so excited by this. Amazing, amazing zombie game. Uh, truly unlike any other game on love, the Xbox. Yeah. It really is. I mean, there's there's just nothing else like Left 4 Dead where you can jump in with three friends and it's randomly, it's just all random zombies. The AI director taking it yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I love Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. I probably put over 200 hours in. Oh, yeah. Like, just two? two or both more, of them? Okay. Combined, yes. Well, no, probably individually. Individually? Yeah. Even Jeez. more impressive. Like, I would just, for like a year, every week, we just Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead. Yep. Beat, beat them all an expert. Like, just really just getting every level down to a science. Pills and, here! Yeah. So much fun. So, seeing this come up, I've already, like, me and my friends have already been like, oh, there's a new one coming out! So, uh, as Valve hmm. likes to do... While Mitch drops pens and worry about it. interrupts the show. <laughs> as Valve likes to do, they're... Well, for both sort of creative and technical logistical reasons, they they use their... They use the PC community as beta testers for the Xbox community. And I don't... Yeah. I, do, I literally am not saying that in a sort of derogatory way, like, oh, PC gamers are just our beta testers. They're, no, it is. Not at all. But... Um, so they you know they put the stuff out on PC and they just they just see what's working they see what other little fixes ne- uh, are needed and then finally and the reason they do this is because it's a big pain in the ass to go through the certification process right. for, mm. for a console for Microsoft. So I can vouch for you this. You don't wanna yeah, it's <laughs> now on the inside at Capcom. You don't wanna go you don't wanna fail certification or have to fix things, patch things later. You yep. wanna get it as right as you can the first time. Because it, a dirty secret that our listeners may not know is to, to get a game certified and you have to pay Microsoft for that. Because there's a team of people that test the game. The, certi- the submissions team, the certification team. And if you fail, you have to pay to go back through again. Ugh. And if you want to yeah. patch your game, first patch is free. <laughs> After that, no more. You have to pay again. You have to keep paying for any updates you want to do. So Valve obviously wants to avoid those costs, as does any developer or publisher. So we're only just now about to get the Left 4 Dead 2 Cold st- Stream Steam or stream? I wrote down stream. I think it's stream. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I have it right. Cold Stream is the DLC pack that's coming July 24th, finally, for Xbox 360 users. And it includes the original Left for Dead campaigns in it, playable in Left for Dead 2. That's so cool. The price is TBD, but uh the reason I'm I'm I would bet the farm that it's not free. Yeah. That Valve <laughs> w- would want it to be free cuz that is their history. They yeah. give away post-release content for I'm free. I'm pretty sure this is already on PC for, for free. free. But Microsoft, of course, we know is allergic to free. They think it sets a you know, they they have their business reasons, but they 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 want things to carry a they want to make money off of marketplace, totally. basically. That's the bottom line. So, um, God only knows what this is going to cost, but it's almost certainly going to cost something. What was uh, what was the price? Because I don't remember. Like the uh, what was it called? Like the expansion for Left for Dead Two that added. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, sacrifice. it was. Free, it, it was free. Sacrifice. It, yeah. was, it was free on PC, but then it cost something. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I, I think, think it was all been free on PC. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was. Oh, I know. I remember. You just jogged my memory somehow. It was uh, $7 okay. on Xbox 560 Microsoft points. So, given the amount of time I spent, I mean those were pretty short, but it's still like I probably went through even that oh yeah. like a dozen times, so it's like I got my $7 worth. <laughs> yeah. So, look for that on July 24th if you either are still playing Left 4 Dead 2 or you're just you remember how great it was and looking for an excuse to unearth it cuz this is it's going to be a lot of content. I mean, it's basically all of Left 4 Dead 1 yep. playable just, in Left 4 Dead 2. I also love what they did post-release, like having all the weekends with the mutations and stuff. Like this weekend. Oh, and I, mean, I think all that's in there, too. Yeah. All the mutations are, are available that was so much in fun. this DLC. So uh, keep an eye out for that on the 24th. Elsewhere in the news... Uh, Mitch, can you explain this? Did you... No, did you... I have no idea what this is. Because it's, uh, it's a little... We should have brought Andrew Goldfarb yeah, in we here, probably our news should've.
1: editor, but... Um, he did it... Okay, so there's a THQ reverse stock split, which has to do with them basically salvaging their stock so right. they can stay on the NASDAQ. NASDAQ. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know how they did it, but it's keeping
0: them afloat, basically. It, um, it's like a way to raise their artificially raise their stock price. Right. So because, it, you know why? Because uh, they're in bad shape. Well, besides... The NASDAQ requires your stock to be valued at a minimum of a dollar. Right. Otherwise, they'll throw you off the NASDAQ. So, uh, THQ is doing anything they can to Uh remain a publicly traded NASDAQ company. And I saw this story on IGN this week and went, wait a minute. They haven't been delisted already? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for real. I thought they were in more shape than they are,
1: apparently. Um, So, this is a really complex... Thing to wrap your head around, especially if you are not really into business stuff like I am. Like I just can't wrap my head around businessy things very well. Yeah. So, uh, Greg and Andrew did this really, th- maybe it was yeah, it was Greg and Andrew did this thorough breakdown of uh, in in video form, explaining like what this means, and that's like a really really good kind of point for you to to hit on to fully understand
0: what is going on with THQ. Yeah, I so check that out. Do take a look at it because it's it, it again it's. Uh, it's unfortunate, guys, that we can't seem to go a couple weeks without some mostly negative or not great news about THQ just trying to stay alive. Mm. It's uh, it's just one thing after another, whether it's, okay, oh, the vice president's leaving, and uh, oh, here's uh, what's Jason Rubin coming in from right. Naughty Dog to, to, you know, drop the axe on some projects and turn Saints Row 4 into a... Or turn uh, enter the dominatrix into a full game, and will they even be around long enough to put out that game? And damn it, I just realized more layoffs.
1: I'm wrong. I just realized I'm wrong. The video is for the Sony Gaikai thing, not the THQ thing. Well, that's the thing I screwed up this week. Last week it was the Battlefield Premium price. Ah, so, uh, yes. Which, by the way, many <laughs> we li- got it
0: <laughs> fifty dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fifty dollars.
0: <laughs> Everyone loves Battlefield Premium. Is what we're this week. Yes, which is good. Because you know, I did. I, it's funny. We were just talking about this this week, Mitch. People are still way into the battlefield. It's oh yeah, still number. It's number six on the Xbox Live charts. Because it's so good. You don't. It doesn't get the fanfare that uh, that the Call of Duty does. This is Battlefield Three. Yes. yes. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, I, I I didn't. I, I actually didn't play any Battlefield, but I just watched the videos of that guy like just jumping jump, out of planes the, and shit. flying out of the yeah. jet. Um, big jet nerd. So when I see that, I'm yeah. like, yes so yeah the super the, the, hornet <laughs> the thq thing i you know i i just i hope the company survives we've said this before the world the video game world is a better place with thq in it than yeah. not but i am maintaining i'm i'm standing by my conspiracy theory prediction now so you can we can all credit me later if i'm right or just laugh at me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. That I'm telling you, that with the, the ra- especially with the Radical thing last week, with Activision sh- more or less shutting down Radical, Activision is moving their chess pieces to buy Volition. They're circling the THQ. They're like a vulture circling, circling THQ's you know, struggling body as it lies in the desert gasping for, for life. They're going to go in and swoop in and grab Volition, and, and they're going to take Saints Row and turn it into their big open world thing. Mm. That is my prediction. Mm. Am I high, Brett? What do you uh, think? You're, I, I don't are uh, This is the first time that you have been subjected to my crackpot theory. <laughs> I mean, I, it wouldn't be the strangest thing that's happened in the last couple of years. <laughs> like, companies buying other companies. So, I... But I don't know. I'm just worried. I just want to make sure I, we play Darksiders. That's a good point. That's what i Yeah? You're into it? I love Darksiders uh, 1. Okay. So, Darksiders 2, I'm definitely interested. Okay. Coming out in August. Finally. Which, August is, like to me, like the secret... The secret month for yes. amazing games: Sleeping Dogs, Transformers. Uh, well, I think maybe his,
1: Hitman. Well, historically,
0: well, like, no, Hitman's November. Oh, I think it goes back know. to like August of 07. You had Metroid Prime 3 and Bioshock right. came out in August, and Dead Rising, Sir, Capcom Dead. man. Brent o, loves Dead, o, Dead Rising. Six. In 06. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're correct. but I sure. stand correct. Yes. Moving on from Dead Rising. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's right. No, 06 was Saints Row 1 was it? and okay. Dead Rising were the were the August games. And then 09 was Batman Arkham Asylum. Correct. And then last year was Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yes. And I'm like, this August to me seems like the new month to put your new, like, I want to start a new thing. It's exactly. Wh- and nothing else is there. Yeah. If you have
1: one big game in August, like, you dominate. Yeah,
0: because, and uh, Darksiders 2, I think being in August is a good time. Right, because okay. a game like that's going to get destroyed in October. Absolutely,
1: which uh, is sad, but true. No,
0: it's just so crowded. It's it's just super, super crowded. It's going to get destroyed by games like Resident Evil I, Six, I, releasing I, October second for I, Xbox three hundred and sixty. I would never, I would never <laughs> do that. What? Tell me about that, Brett. What do you What do you think of? Uh, what, were you surprised internally when when you got the word that uh, the release date was actually moving up? Because yeah. release dates never, never move, move up in up. the video game industry. Yeah. It happens in film. Yeah, because films sort of a lot more well, usually done ahead predictable of time. for lack yeah. of a better term. But it, in the video game world, games never get moved up, and we saw Resident Evil get get slotted from November up to not only October but October second, October the 2nd. very yeah. very beginning of October, out in front of Halo, out in front of Call of Duty, out in front of Assassin's Creed, out in front of just about everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, I was pretty surprised. I don't think I found out until just before Captivate. Mm-hmm. I found that a little ahead of that, and was like, really. But it's one of those, it's one of those, I think, yeah, (laughs) typo, not, no, Is this 2012 (laughs) or 2013?
1: Uh, That wasn't even my implication, but that's good. Um,
0: But yeah, it was, it was pretty, I was pretty surprised, but I think, I I mean, I don't know the actual inside line on this, but I assume, well, I, I think it's along the lines of, it's one of those games that's been in development for quite a while. Yeah. And... You also, even when a game is, you know, you'll hear stories of, like, a game is effectively done, but it's being moved around to be more strategic where it's it and when and where it's releasing. So I think this was a case of the game actually was, you know, comfortably going to make that November date, but it's like, actually, we've been moving along at a good pace here. It's been in development for a couple of years. Actually, when I move it up, we can get out even ahead of all the other games instead of coming out right in the middle. So, I don't know. It seemed like a good thing to me. If it's ready, you get it out. Yeah. You know, why is it, tell me, Brett, from from your perspective, working within Capcom now, do, do you agree, does it seem like uh, Eastern, Japanese-developed games get delayed far less often than, than games out of the West? It seems like Eastern games hit their marks a lot more often than Western games I mean, do.
1: that probably just has to do with the way Japanese work is handled, because you are very efficient,
0: you do your job, you are very fast. Are, so are we just... Are we just lazy over here and Correct, we, yeah. we take too many vacation days yeah. and have, <laughs> you know, <laughs> American developers are lazy. We actually want we, we to see our families and <laughs> stuff like that. Like, well, since I've started, I haven't really, like, even the, the mix of Eastern and Western developed games we've had have, at least internally, have all had, like, kind of the same general dates. So I haven't really seen mm-hmm. anything on the other side. But then I know, like, Anarchy Reigns keeps getting moved That's around. true.
1: I feel like that's got to be like a release window danger thing rather than like... Yeah, hey. it's not ready.
0: Because it seems like that's been a year now, and yeah. it, I feel like it's been pretty safely. Somebody just dropped the building? Yeah. That's, yes. something <laughs> happened not sound outside, good outside. <laughs> let's just stay in here and ignore that. Um. Anyway, from one tangent to back to the news, <laughs> our last news story this week, guys. is Mitch, I'm going to actually throw this one to you because I know okay. you have a serious nerd crush on this man. I do. So I want to let you tell us about him. So, Clint Hawking, who joined LucasArts in 2010, I believe. Yes. Uh, Former creative director on the Far Cry series. And Splinter Cell. And Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, my Mine all-time favorite. Mine all your favorite, favorite game Yeah, all-time <laughs> favorite Xbox One game. Yep.
1: So, he, he joined LucasArts in 2010 to do some mystery LucasArts project. And when 1313 got announced, a lot of people, especially me, rallied behind, like, this must be the Clint Hawking project. Sure. It's a mature Star Wars thing. Oh, my God, it's his game. No, it's not his game. We don't know what his game is. It's still unannounced. It's coming soon, we think. Maybe. We don't know. Uh, he left LucasArts before they could <laughs> announce it. So, Clint Hawking is moving on to his next project, which we still don't know what it is or where, it e- where he's going. All we know is that he's leaving San Francisco. Like, he's going to another developer outside San hmm. Francisco. Back to Montreal, perhaps? Maybe. That would be... Oh, my God. Can you imagine if he was, like, going back to work on Splinter Cell well, in Toronto or something? That like?
0: would be amazing. But, um, he is Canadian. So, huh? maybe he's going home. You are our chief Canadian correspondent. You're right on top of all these Canada news stories. Yeah, man.
1: Hi. I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed to see him go because I really wanted to see his project. I really wanted to know like, what his hand was in the LucasArts project. And I'm sure we'll find out. We'll learn about that. We'll see a lot of what he had to do with it. But it might not be the, the game it could have been. Might have a little bit, of, might change course a
0: little bit without Hawking, yeah. who is just like my game design hero. Tell me if you guys agree. Is LucasArts, I mean. Are they? do they have the most inept management in the industry? Because let's let's think about this for a second. LucasArts is a company that's sitting on a gold mine right. of intellectual property from mm-hmm. of course everything Star Wars and you, not only is just Star Wars itself but the the brands, the video game brands within Star Wars. Knights of the Old Republic mm-hmm. Right. Jedi Knight Republic Commando. Oh my god uh, You could even say Force Commander which was a couple very good strategy games. Can you imagine if Clint Hocken was working on Republic Commando 2? Ah! Sorry, Mitch. I'm not sure that's... (laughs) Dark Forces? Uh, And of course, I'm leaving out the big... Well, it's part of Jedi Knight. I'm leaving out the the biggest one for probably a lot of our readers, uh, listeners, rather, and that's uh, Battlefront. Mm, So they're sitting on an absolute... Just goldmine of of Star Wars IPs. Plus, and don't neglect the animated series, which is gigantic. It blows my mind they haven't done more games with right. that universe. I'm actually kind of surprised at this point there hasn't been a new equivalent to like Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back. It's like yeah, just like a it's a, like you're slicing platformer. like slicing it super thin with all the other stuff. But it's like, what if you just made another game that was like, let's just do another Star Wars trilogy sure. series, yeah, yeah, but with today's gameplay, tech, tech mm-hmm. budget. They tried but, to do that with Force Unleashed. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, we've seen we've seen uh presidents at LucasArts come and go, mm-hmm. and it just seems like they have their heads up their asses <laughs> with, with with their with their games division because you know, what if w- what's been the output from LucasArts over the last number of years? Connect Star Wars Which I they, don't
1: even think they developed. I think it they, well, just,
0: they just have their name on it. They did not develop it internally, <laughs> they but they funded it for Terminal Reality, the developer. Sure. yeah, yeah. And they funded it for, what, three years? Yeah, it was a long time You know, a, a, and and a game whose... The final product obviously isn't good, but you look at that final product and you, you would look at it and go, oh, that that looks like it took... You know, it was a one-year thing that they just put out, and it's not... The, but no, they sunk three years' worth of money into that game. Yep. And that's been the extent of their console output, other than... Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed, which seemed like it had the makings of a good series and after the second game they laid off everyone (laughs) and it's over and you know it's lucas arts was absolutely hitting their stride uh what it's 10 years ago already when when the strategy was let's take star Wars, let's take our ips and hand them to the best people we can you had raven software Mm -hmm. making jedi knight games jedi knight 2 and jedi academy you had Star uh, Bioware making Kotor, and then after that, Obsidian making Kotor two, and then later, uh, Re- I think Republic Commando was developed internally. I think I don't believe. I think yeah, I think so. That was an external studio, sure. but but then just yeah, there. I don't know if it if it's just the the leadership at LucasArts because the the president person kept changing, and somebody decided oh let's because it just seems like they're. They would, they would be like Oprah. They'd be like, fat, then thin. You know, it's <laughs> like, we got lots of developers. Now we laid off everybody. Now we're thin. Now we're big. Now we're small. canceled three times. Huh? But, yeah, yeah, you know, you're exactly right. We've seen leaked footage um, from Free Radical, yeah. by the way. And yeah. the
1: pandemic version.
0: And the but pandemic version. Two like, different canceled versions of that game. That both looked good, by Yesterday. the way. And they completely missed the boat. They're, you know, that's a series that was huge last generation. When online gaming was really starting to hit its stride, you know, Halo 2 and Rainbow Six 3 were sort of the mm-hmm. dominant online titles then. And then we come into this generation and Battlefront was one of the most... Play, even when in the early backwards compatibility craze, mm-hmm. the most popular games, most popular Xbox One games on Xbox 360 were the Battlefront games. They were right at the top of the list. And LucasArts could have and should have had a new Battlefront game, and they could have grabbed a loyal audience that they could have had. They could have been making money with for the last seven years, but all the you know they pissed it away, and all those people are gone. And they're playing. You know, Activision gets those that money now. Those people are playing Call of Duty. So, is there any develop? Is there any publisher that's just mismanaged themselves more than than LucasArts has? And it's and the reason I I'm going off on a rant here is because as a gamer. <laughs> It's super frustrating because they have so much awesome stuff that they're sitting on and not doing cool things with. Most importantly, where's that Monkey Island 3 HD remake? Give it to me. Hook it to my (laughs) vein, yep, (laughs) directly. Monkey Island 2 did really well and was awesome. It was so good. Yeah, okay, you're right. So those are a couple games. Those were small projects within LucasArts, and they turned out great. They probably fired that whole team. I'm sure they're probably gone. I mean, they... The art was amazing, and they got all the original voice cast. Yep, and it was spectacular. And I think I've got all thousand or all uh, two hundred achievement points for mm. both of those games. And you're right, wh- where you know those couldn't have not made money. They had to have at least made a little bit of money. Yeah, let's should have seen more of those. So I can um, s- I can speak to obviously not every every company in existence, but now, since I've gone from the journalist side over to Capcom, yeah. I've been at Capcom for about nine months. Um and I mean, I can at least say like for everything that you're like, man, I wish this would have happened, or how could they not do this, or this seems like such an obvious thing. It's crossed like their minds. Certainly. It's like almost in every case that has it has come up. Yeah, and there's always some what I would call boring reason why it can't <laughs> happen or almost did but didn't, and it's all like, it, it, yeah, there's just it, it, industry's full of those kind of stories where it's like, well, yeah, if you really want, if there was some game that you were like. Uh, wish list. Why didn't they do this? Why didn't like a Battlefront come out like at launch with uh, you know mm-hmm. to launch the PS3 or something like a new beautiful Star Wars Battlefront? It's like that probably was tried to happen, and then because of a bunch of resources, time availability of a team, licensing, all, all kinds of stuff, and it's like I've seen a lot of stories of like really cool stuff that almost happens and mm-hmm. then just doesn't. You're like like Gah! a new Mega Man game. Look. Oh! <laughs> We, we
1: threw Brett under the bus last time. Let's not do this twice. No, in no, a row. no. Mega
0: Man, like that's my passion. That's uh, yeah. that's the reason I wanted to work at Capcom. So starting in the environment <laughs> that I was in, you know, you. it was like, what are you? <laughs> doing? But uh, no, Mega Man. Um, I'm happy to say, like those com- those talks have already begun, and myself and uh, Greg Moore, our fellow uh, Capcom Unity employee. Uh, Greg, and man he goes by uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We both have, you know, we, we've had a seat at the table f- For the whole year about Mega Man Like, what are we going to do? Twenty-fifth anniversary stuff um, That is both of our lifeblood Like Oh, oh no.
1: edit that out <laughs> Again with the music. Yeah, it the always music shows up.
0: kicking in. That just tells you we're at the, well, not quite the. That one means hour we're mark. Like, we need to start winding I down. But yes, Mega Man, uh, definitely stuff happening. And uh, the day that I can I can parade something around, I will be the happiest man in the world. Like there will be no overstating how happy I'll be. You know, it was interesting. <laughs> I, I had a chance to speak with with Inafune-san, mm. creator of Mega Man, at GDC, and I asked him that directly. Like, how would you feel if Capcom did a new Mega Man? Would you? be insulted that they you know is, is that your thing that you feel like that you know they shouldn't touch it or he was like no either i left behind some great people at capcom i would love to see what they would do with mega man yeah no I, I totally believe that he would still want to see it continue i mean even even though he left it's like you still don't want to see the thing you you had such a hand in creating just disappear sure, sure. um and sometimes when when they when things change hands you get a bunch of brilliant new ideas so sometimes it can be a force for good in a Silver lining to a, a cloud, I should right. say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, anyway, that was a interesting tangent from that's Clint good. Hawking. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clint Hawking maybe going so, to make Mega Man at Capcom. That yeah, the that's, that, that's the takeaway. <laughs> that's clearly what we've learned here, gentlemen. Yeah, I, mean, I can definitely say, like, coming as a, as a fan. Of games, obviously, Capcom specifically, and then also just being a journalist for six, seven years before that. Just, I'm, I'm kind of amazed at some of the stories I hear that I'm like, that almost happened. <laughs> Sometimes good or bad, though, because there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get out that you're like, I'm so glad that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea how lucky some of us are. <laughs> By the way, when you get hired at Capcom, do you have to beat someone in Street Fighter Four in order to Thankfully, be hired? Thankfully, no.
1: Because it also, would have been
0: Seth. Uh, it would have been Seth, but no. There's a lot of really, as you might imagine, there are people in that building who are just really good. I did, I did actually grab Seth because uh, I mean he was my boss for the whole right. time, and he, we knew each other for several years beforehand, and just you know, he, obviously he's an awesome guy, but he's been a good friend, a good boss. And Sony has stolen him. He from stolen you. stolen him. Uh, he's got a great gig. Uh, they yep. announced in it this week. Lead game designer. I like, can't get can't, PlayStation All Stars Battle you, Royale. You can't, uh, you can't beat that. That's yep. like as a, as a personal move. It's like fuck oh, yeah. and be community and and consult on games or now he gets to go design them like that's that's awesome Uh, but but, never sleeping again yeah he's already told me he's like oh yeah i've had a very long work week um but no it's uh before he left i was like can you just like sit me down and just let's play some street fighter no no interview no nothing let's just (laughs) just play and then literally like literally then like because i just wanted to give me some kind of tips because i play a lot but i've never appreciably gotten better i would say but in that time, he's just like, look, okay. And he just explained some stuff to me that, like, in literally, like, four minutes, I'm like, this is insane. Like, the the, the advice is, like, kind of, it's almost obvious to a degree, but yeah. you're like, I never would have thought of that. Elston versus Killian. But I gotta yeah. say, like, there's uh, some sweet joy in, like, practicing stuff. And he's like, okay, try this. Now try this. And then hearing Seth go, good. Nice. It's like recharging this meter in my body. Like, <laughs> 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 just knowing that, uh, yeah, it's just a whole, like, teacher student thing where you're like obviously nowhere near what he's doing or even people that go to evo and get top 32 i'm not even right. in that category by far but just playing with him it was very eye-opening and very cool like all the stuff he brings to the community when he explains like cause that's how i met him was street fighter 4 came out at yeah. the first captivate and i remember sitting down at the street fighter 4 machine and the first time he showed me the game in 2008 i'm like wait a minute this guy really knows what he's talking about like i've never had a demo with a game like this where the guy Knows more than anyone I've ever heard talk about <laughs> a game, let alone Street Fighter. Uh, so yeah, I'm. Tangent, By the way, yeah. uh, I know it's technically Namco's thing. You know, you guys had your shot with right. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. What the hell is up with Tekken Cross Street Fighter? No idea. No idea. No, like literally, we very separate development. Uh, Namco obviously could see what we were doing to a degree, but if they, you know. I'm not did entirely they, sure. Did cause... they bail on you guys for uh, for Nintendo <laughs> for Smash with Smash Brothers? Brothers? With Smash Brothers. <laughs> I wouldn't say bail, because, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Did Nintendo's I mean... check have an extra zero on it? Was that the problem? <laughs> well, Smash Brothers is pretty huge, so... That's going to be really interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, I'm very curious. And also, what that means for like cameos, like character cameos. Like, can we still get things like Sonic or Snake in there if it's mm. developed by a specific third party? Right, right. Interesting, kind of interesting. interesting. Call. Yeah. Anyway, uh, driving, steering this bus back onto yeah. the Xbox freeway. I have a tendency to derail everything. <laughs> that's sorry. good. That's my goal with this show. I mean, that's really <laughs> I it try to for go off topic. that's really it for the notable news this week. Given, yeah. Um, other than story breaking this morning, which I think it's mostly nothing. Mitch, tell me if you agree that the whole the X the Xbox Eight domain name fight. Yeah, I don't. I feel like that's
1: a reach because there was a story that broke out that said, "Hey, you know, Microsoft is buying these domains, Xbox Eight dot whatever." Yeah, and uh, you know, it's easy to link Xbox Eight to Windows Eight to the Infinity rumored codename. Uh, you know, we'll see. It's it's
0: really thin right now. We don't really know if anything is going to come of that, but yeah, I I do buy xbox uh infinity or xbox loop as the name yeah totally makes sense like all of that stuff is coming together it just seems like it marketing wise it fits and it's it's less dumb than 360 if you ask me it'd be kind of hilarious if it was called the xbox 8 though like we're just gonna skip six generations (laughs) xbox number eight um and then what was your you were telling me your marketing marketing magic of just just turning it sideways yeah that was a 4 a.m delirious <laughs> epiphany but it's just blows your mind doesn't yeah. it Yeah. turn what sideways
1: an eight. Oh, so I see, windows I see. eight you're saying and
0: windows phone eight as
1: well yeah. right yeah, because they want to kind of unify that branding that's yeah. why they have the metro dashboard which is the worst thing in the world well for xbox it is yeah sure yeah. it's great on a phone I've never yeah it's used cool it. on a phone okay <laughs> i don't know i've got an iphone one. yeah me too i have a, I have a real person's phone sorry to all those people who email this saying they have windows phones
0: you yeah know, you're, you're just, you just w- pissed off suddenly, the entire audience i know way <laughs> to go mitch i do have a friend with a windows phone and he makes sure to say the full name of the phone every time it comes up like i oh, was checking on my windows phone seven it's like just say phone <laughs> just say phone <laughs> there's uh, a lot of purple and pink on those phones yeah which is interesting I mean, on, it's on Windows Phone 7? Yeah. I always see a lot of green. Yeah, green? That I mean, green, too, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe to each their own, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, marketplace report. What's Is there anything out this week? Anything we can spend money on, guys? Uh, you can go buy Dragon's Dogma, and you can play Resident Evil 6 demo. You should do
1: that, because Dragon's Dogma is really cool, right, Brett? Uh,
0: look, I, I actually really like Dogma. So do I. It's, uh, I the, you have to dig a little to get it's one of those games with a lot of quirks as you might imagine yeah, but like a, underneath it I think is legitimately fun yeah it's it's like, a bit
1: of a slow burn but you get what you put it yeah put definitely a it. slow
0: burn is a good, a good way to put it it takes some investment and some time and there's just some like but there's a lot there right? there's yeah, a oh, lot yeah. there and there's also there's a lot of huh <laughs> moments but it's like really cool combat really cool bosses and it really just uh, rewards just like I just want to walk over this hill and see what's oh my god it's a griffin like <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's pretty fun plus at this point RE6 demo yeah so icing on the cake
1: uh, if you would rather not play that because you like cars, that was the worst segue of
0: all time. <laughs> so tell me more. You know what's not in Dragon's Dogma? Cars. You know what can't fly like dragons? Cars. Ferraris,
1: in fact. <laughs> test Drive Ferrari Racing Legends is out for fifty dollars this week. That is our only retail release. We reviewed that. Did we? It's enjoy up it? on ign.com. I, I didn't now. see the review yet. Is it good?
0: It's it's okay. Okay,
1: it's got some, It's, it's a, a test drive game then. Well, I liked Unlimited. You are a crazy person. That was the MMO <laughs> one, right? Yeah. Not a You're fan. crazy. Not a fan. That's my default I just keep hearing. I
0: keep hearing iRacing is is the business, if you like uh, PC racing. Uh, 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 oh, yeah,
1: that's like the super hardcore Sim, right?
0: Yeah, our mutual friend, uh, Mike Grimm. I know that guy. He's a big, uh, big car nerd, but he's also like, just plays PC racing. If
1: lot. they made like an iRacing Skullgirls crossover, his head that would is, explode. That would probably be the best thing. On the, Xbox Live Arcade this week we have how do you pronounce this word Bellator? That's correct. Bellator MMA Onslaught. I have never heard of this. Ryan? What do you
0: mean? We just had some exclusive videos on the site last week. It's MMA. You punch things, kick yeah, things on Xbox uh, Live Arcade. It's like the the offshoot. Bellator is like the. I don't to be to to put an asterisk here. I don't follow right. this, but I've had to learn a little bit for the game, for coverage sake. And yeah, Bellator is like the offshoot brand of MMA. It's like the. It's like the RC Cola of MMA <laughs> fighting. Mm. Okay. What's that look, Brett? Uh, I, I'm on board now. The <laughs> RC, RC helped me help me put this in a place for my <laughs> I brain. Say, did, I, did I just gravely insult you? Or are you a big RC Cola fan? <laughs> like RC Cola and Little League games. You want to talk yeah. about companies that have uh, pissed away their, their, you know, their marketing, their stance in, in their respective industry. What about RC Cola? It was like in the 1950s. That was like the shit i thought it was was rc cola i thought it was like more of it just seemed like more of a midwestern thing to me growing up because it was like all rc all the time and then when i moved away it was like nope it's all coke i've never heard of this that's because it's it's really not our generation's thing i just i remember it being around a bit as a kid yeah like little league games like grade school stuff it was all rc i I remember drinking out of bottles and stuff uh in our one horse town bellator mma onslaught is available (laughs) we got ourselves a a stoplight at main street (laughs) little town don't even have stoplights in my hometown
1: the game is ten dollars which is you know the game can't possibly be worse than supremacy mma so you know maybe give it a shot mini ninjas Way to set expectations. yeah no mini ninjas adventures which is a sequel that is not at all like mini ninjas but it's connect by the way yeah yeah it's a connect only thing you throw throwing stars you make kung fu moves you kick your television ten (laughs) dollars
0: you sold yeah i know right the dog is asleep over there. At that, yeah, it's adorable.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't look great. Like we've only ever seen like screenshots and stuff. But
0: by the way, so this there's no way this shows you how little. Well, first of all, there's been no PR on this. Not, not at like all. The, It's not like they've come to us and be like, hey, can we? Uh, we'd love to get you guys some hands on with this, but I'd you know, love to see some coverage. Now it's this is this this game just sort of happened. Yeah, like I wrote the announcement post, I, and that was the last I ever saw of it. Uh, Mini Ninjas was notable only because it was developed by IO Interactive, the Hitman guy. If that was anybody yeah. else, nobody would have cared. Right, where it was kind of like what it's developed by (laughs) who but there's there's no way that this mini ninja adventures was developed by i it's not no it's some studio that did like a
1: bunch of ds games you wish you never heard of
0: Mm. all right then yeah
1: (laughs) so that's ten dollars as well uh the most expensive game on live arcade this week also happens to be the best spelunky is available i are you familiar
0: i look i am not familiar because i've been so plugged like disconnected from games yep it's just been like neck deep in re6 and dogma and whatever else but like i heard about spelunky a few weeks ago and i was like wait what and then someone over the week was like uh i think it was um i think it was actually andrew kelly who is uh uh one of my contacts at nintendo back when i was in the press Mm -hmm. uh super awesome guy but he was like you know, one of the things I like about Spelunky is this music really reminds me of Sonic 2. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm on board now. <laughs> like, I keep hearing it's this 2D game, and then someone likened the music to Sonic 2, and I'm like, well, game music is my thing, and yep. I have to now check this out. Spelunky, does that mean you can dig? Say, Brad, do you do a podcast about video game music?
1: <laughs> I sure don't. Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't ask.
0: <laughs> ask me later. Later. On a different podcast. <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, don't Google that. Nope. Spelunky is available for $15. <laughs> it's a really awesome, really difficult, like it will grind your soul to a pulp kind of 2D platformer, and it's really cool to is review. It, is it
0: swallow your soul. Yep. Is it multiplayer? Or just, yeah, it's same screen only, but okay. you can play
1: four-player co-op or deathmatch. Um, I keep bumping this
0: microphone. I'm sorry. You got to you gotta caress it like a baby. I know. I just can't yeah. get it in the right position. Caress is not the right word. What am I looking Don't, for? This
1: is how you caress a mic, and it sounds Right. right
0: uh I cuddle what's the thing where you hold cradle cradle, cradle. you got a cradle i it. have a like, kid so i know <laughs> okay. so it's, now we're on board you, you gotta, gotta cradle vernac- it He's got that do not caress your baby cuddle your baby
1: buy spelunky i gave it a nine at ign because really? it's a delightful game okay i enjoyed uh, it thoroughly
0: i will actually check this and out and do you want to head off the haters now who are going to be like it's free on pc yeah so
1: the pc version is free but it's also considerably smaller like it's a it's the inferior game by far. Like, the, if you're into 8 bit retro looking pixel things, it's gorgeous in that respect. And mm. the game is functionally the same. There are bats, there are snakes, there are treasures, there are golden idols, there are damsels to rescue. It's kind of the same thing throughout. And it's awesome. The PC version's great and it's free. Is this like an aggro dig-dug? Uh, kind of. It's more like Cave Story. Okay. So, it's. Yeah, the PC version is a completely different game. This is $15 well spent. Nice. For more content i will check this out uh, and then the last thing to, worth noting seven dollars gets you the forza motorsport for a july car pack ryan what's in that pack couldn't i couldn't tell you I, okay cars um, probably
0: the the game shipped with maybe the two, with my two favorite cars on the mm-hmm. planet which is the delorean and mm-hmm. the uh tesla roadster so the rest of these car packs are <laughs> they just come and go for me so there yep <laughs> that's your marketplace report all right very good games. All right, Mitch, do we have... We, we haven't gotten to get to any reader mail the last couple we weeks because we've had some interviews, which do we have I, time? What's your time like today? Come, uh, time I, for emails? Yes, I do have to go soon. Yes, okay.
1: So we'll breeze through some emails. Let's do that. Hello, I am currently attending Full Sail University for game design and can honestly say it's my dream. After hearing all of this bad news about companies closing and laying off game developers, it makes me wonder, am I working toward a hopeless career? It seems the closer yes. I get to graduating, the more companies close. This is a really bleak email. <laughs> uh, do you think I'm headed down a dark road and should focus on yes. mobile gaming? <laughs> is there a chance that console games still have a chance? Thanks, Kenny.
0: Uh, I can, I mean, it's kind of Here. an obvious thing, but like, definitely opening up your horizons to mobile and social gaming is going to be much more feasible. in, yeah. the, in, the, in Free-to-play, too. In, in, yeah, free-to-play in the short term. Like, I have friends who... They make indie games now and their friends or brothers work at other major companies and it's like yeah getting a job at a console or even a, a major PC game yeah. company that's going to be really tough. I say
1: this a lot but like as we get into the next generation games are going to start costing more. Yep. And they're either going to have to cost more for us to play them or you know we're going to have to buy more of them. The, interesting, gonna- right.
0: the interesting thing is the it'll both like the budgets will go up but also I think the next console cycle will open up even more to the indie and digital front, so like right. you'll you'll see both like budgets for major, major, major games will go up, but right. like it'll probably be much more feasible to make that ten to fifteen dollar game. <laughs> Yet another technical difficulty <laughs> that you'll never hear because I'll edit it out. Continue. Um, <laughs> that was all. Is he like, headed
1: down a dark road? No, I don't think, no, so. I don't like, think it's, so. If it's
0: your dream, man, go for it. Like,
1: Absolutely. Don't let the, the potential that
0: a developer could, could close someday get you down. Like That stuff yeah. happens all the time in any industry. It's yeah. true. It's true. I mean, it's tough for everybody, and this industry is growing and changing. And, Brett, to your point, I wonder if this, if the video game industry is almost sort of... Cycling back anew, where as you and I were growing up, not Mitch because he's like six years old. Correct. Right? But um, de aging as the yeah. show goes on. It's a really Benjamin fast Benjamin Button, button <laughs> process. Dire. I'll be a zygote
1: by the time we stop recording.
0: <laughs> Xbox. That's going to be Mitch's sign <laughs> off, dying words. <laughs> but um, but no, as you and I were growing up, you know the the, the sort of '90s era of gaming, we saw all. So many, of all the biggest games, you know, were made out of garages by by ten to fifteen people. Yeah. The classic example, the ultimate example, one of the most successful games of all time, Doom. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Id Software was made by twelve or fifteen guys in a small office and given out of shareware. Yeah. And given away, a, a, a quarter of it was given away for free. Yeah. And and you know and everything is just mushroomed and grown and I just wonder. As we see Xbox Live Arcade become, and of course PSN and PC digital distribution stuff too, I wonder if it's all just coming back around again, whereas, Mitch, you're talking about you know games with the budgets getting so high and right. the teams getting so huge and the stakes getting so high and the layoffs becoming more frequent and studio closures, if it's just going to cycle back and we're going to see a lot more, if we're going to see a new sort of middle class, as it were grow on these digital platforms. I, I I definitely think so. I I think you'll get to a point where the idea of a game launching at twenty five or thirty dollars won't be a like, ooh gross, a thirty dollar right, game. Yeah. It'll be like, sweet, it's not a sixty dollar game and it's not this weird ten dollar game. It's like a digital thirty dollar game. Yeah. yeah. That will still feel like a full thing because it was only made by like a hundred people or something. Sure.
1: Only a hundred. Well across the industry is growing man it's getting the teams
0: instead of like a, a team yeah. of 400 making yeah. you know a, a saison's creed it's like a thousand people yeah. it's silly you know even like a team of like 20 or 50 people could make a game that you sell for 30 bucks or something yeah absolutely
1: on a job related note we just got an amazing email from darren our video manager yes Uh the subject line is cake in all capitals with three exclamation marks oh the no. email reads hey all in an absolutely brilliant move some guy sent his resume in for a video editor position printed on a freaking cake wow hired come get some seriously. Like, just hire him now. Well, yeah. that is
0: that is some creative thought. I like yeah. this guy's moxie. Yeah. solid. Want,
1: want to get a job at IGM, basically just print your resume on well, something. Well, I, trust me like a can send it to we, me. The three of us, eat.
0: the three of us have all been to many, ga- we've been lucky enough to visit many game development studios over the years. Mm-hmm. This, for, so what's the name of this gentleman that sent this email, Mitch? Darren. He's a video No, manager. no, no, not that oh, email. reader email. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Kenny. Kenny. We're back on so, track. Yes. Uh, Kenny, send. I get, game developers are very, very hungry people because they work stupid long hours. By the way, be prepared for that too if you oh, want to yeah. get into the industry. You'll never go home and see any girlfriend or family. You ever think the again. potential of your future is bleak?
1: <laughs> 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 Imagine <laughs> if the <you> reality.
0: <laughs> Wait till you get a job. So, uh, yeah, if you were to send your resume on a cake <laughs> to a game development studio, that would be awesome. Fun for fact: you.
1: Tim Schafer's
0: resume to LucasArts was, was a game. game. Nice, amazing. And look at him now—he's a man god yep. who he, walks among mortals. He is a supremely awesome dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, that's a that's a good that's a good reader. It, I, I, Mitch, I agree with you. It's, you gotta—you can't let—you you gotta stay optimistic and yeah. and chase your dream. I mean, uh, I, my dream was to to write for a video game magazine or as it is now website. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure there are people that were like. You know, when I would say that back in college or yeah, high, yeah. high school, whenever I first started uh, oh, yeah. seriously saying, I'm gonna do this, I'm sure there were plenty of people that after I would walk away, they'd be like, whatever, that guy's stupid. <laughs> I, I had the exact same thing. Like even in college, I wrote all of my like big papers. Like my big like journal it was my journalism degree, my big paper at the end was about Wind Waker. Nice. Like, and it was just people like pfft. Well, good luck with that. And I'm like, meanwhile, twelve months later, I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I remember it, there was a guy in one of my journalism classes because we went around the room, and he wanted to be an anchor on SportsCenter. Center. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I don't know if he made it. I don't remember him very well. But so that's the thing. It, you, that's you got to go after what you want. Yeah, because you got to try. You're, the reality is, you're going to spend a third or more of your life doing your career, so make it what you want. Yeah, you got two options, and both, I think, are viable. There's one, you chase your dream, you get the dream job, and you will learn that it's not as dreamlike as you thought, that it's actually quite a job in and of itself, but we'll have moments of, like, I can't believe I get to do this, and it's my job. Or you go the other route, and you get a completely... And I say this in the best possible way, brain-dead job, where you can just go in, put in your 9 to 5, and then just 5 o'clock, I'm out. I can go do what I want. Yeah. Yep. Like, 5 p.m. to midnight is my time. I don't even have to think about it. I just go work, and I'm out. Like I, I, I Both of those are, like, equally attractive to me. <laughs> the, idea, the idea of having a job where it's just 5, because I haven't had that since I worked in, like, retail. A gas station? Or- yeah, because even when I was working at a TV station as a producer, it's like, I got to be on the news and, and, and mm-hmm. keep my mind in that sphere all the time. And covering games. Deadline right? July second. Brett Alston. Yes. Hitler's armies have marched to the front door of Illinois. <laughs> uh, thankfully, that never happened. But but, we don't uh, even have a stoplight in our town. <laughs> Coming live from Division Street. All right. Anyway, uh, but yeah, then there's the other option, which is like you value your free time, value your vacation, value yeah. your time at home. It's like both of those are totally viable, but definitely you gotta you gotta chase the one you want. And full sale, you know, I see they they run ads on video game related sites and magazines all the time i guess they are yeah that's a great place yeah, to launch a, a video game career yeah so you're on the right path kenny yep keep it up don't let go cameron Dream writes home. hey guys home.
1: i have a quick question for you this summer i'm going down keep to my on. father's house and he lives five miles from the nearest town and about 30 miles away from the nearest game stop so before i go down there i want to buy a game that will last me throughout the summer could you guys recommend any xbox games that would last me for about two months
0: oh i hate these kinds of so questions none
1: of, i have the easy solution and i'm not just saying this because brett's here play dragon's dogma that I, game is gigantic. It's
0: huge, and I'm, I, I do want to say, like, the, the post-game content, and I'm not talking about the DLC. I'm talking about actual post-game, like, is actually really cool. Yeah, They almost oddly save some of the coolest, like, boss battles and extra hmm. stuff for post-game. So while the main story and the quests you do, there's just a lot of exploration and a lot of, you know, a lot of customization and mess with your character. There's so much stuff you can do, but when you, when you beat it, there's, like, a bunch of really cool monsters.
1: The, other, the alternative, because I see you have a lot of RPGs, on you're like, I've played these games before, and I like them. Play The Witcher 2, because that game oh, is yeah. phenomenal. Oh, and, and it kind of
0: came and went sadly on yeah. Xbox. It released in, what, April? Yeah. I believe, and... It you know, killed on PC. Phenomenal PC series. And the Xbox version's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I also give a shout-out to, uh, if, you're not, if you're not still playing Mass Effect 3, uh, I'm still playing the multiplayer... For Mass Effect 3. Really? Absolutely love it. Wow. Um, they keep adding new stuff all the time. Like, there's a dude on there now with, like, weird whiplash from Iron Man 2, like, tentacle whip oh, man. thing. I'm like, just keep adding stuff. It's, yep. it's By the super way, fun. Are we going to talk, are we going to get up, get all the reader mail about the Mass Effect endings next on next week's show? Are we going to do that? You know, we got a lot of really long emails. It wasn't a lot of, like, here's my quick thoughts.
1: It's paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs about what people liked. And the overwhelming majority of response was like, "Yeah, we love this." The response was hugely Damn. positive. People love the changes. They love that there's a lot so of
0: closure. Are they sad? Sati- they're, is is it that, or is it there? Are they just satisfied that Bioware Cave paid attention to them? Maybe.
1: No, it's, I don't know. It seems like people had really specific,
0: yeah, quandr- er,
1: I, you know, issues with the with the I, ending I that I got mean, resolved. I was
0: pretty comfortable with what they had, Me quite too. honestly. I, I like the ambiguity, but I, I mean, I don't. Without going too much spoilers, I, well, I don't know how much we want to get into it. It's but. been.
1: You've had your time.
0: Uh, So it's okay to say? I'll I'll give
1: you the go-ahead. Spoilers are now.
0: uh, Fast forward like five minutes Yeah, just that I chose the synthesis ending. Me too. And when, when I saw the synthesis ending, it didn't like spell it out for me, but I was kind of like, oh, I guess this is what happened. And I was kind of okay with that. Yeah. But then the new one just elaborates on what I already filled in my head with. Yeah. So I was actually like the synthesis ending for me. I was like, okay, cool. Yep, got it. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones are like pretty bleak and not as desirable. The destroy ending is incredible. How, I love it. E- does, yeah, the destroy ending's like <laughs> what? I have a question. I have two questions. One, how does Joker do it with Edie, like physically? Where does he? How well, in the how synthesis they, ending, they, I assume that some kind but of but weird... does she have equipment? We we this
1: got brought up on the live stream that they would be, after the synth- <laughs> after the synthesis ending they would make crippled robot babies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, and so my other question is. Um, how so yeah if if it's sort of every, everybody's fused into one you know machines and organics fused into one so how are there when uh you know when a a man and a woman get together this mm-hmm. is for you Mitch okay yeah, sorry I'll does, pay attention go does it's t- you know you're is, is it does the does how <laughs> does does is it the organic part that seeds another organic part and then there's synthetic that grows out of that or is can synthetic feet you know don't question mother nature fertilize right. just let it happen. other i just don't understand the biology of it really I, I think it's just supposed to be it well it's supposed to be space man we demand a clearer ending <laughs> yeah. can you clarify Clarifier. how do machines and people do it i need to know <laughs> this can't Des- be ambiguous describe i must have the robot sex clarified <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah i just took it as like uh sure they just i don't know they go in a room and out comes little sims that look <laughs> like robots uh-huh that's <laughs> all
1: for emails i just wanted to grab a couple hit on some uh some interesting stuff real quick well there's i guess we're done with mass effect that we <laughs> we just covered yeah it. i mean it's it's hard to talk about the specifics of it because we got so many responses and a lot of them were hitting on the same notes i about just think it, just it means good. they
0: did something right if this many people talk about it
1: totally uh, and do send us your emails. Stuff like, you know, short things that we can respond to. We want to talk about that stuff yeah. as well. Unlocked so, at IGN.com. Correct. If you have questions that need answering, advice, want to send us love some advice love letters. Advice. From from
0: career advice. Fred. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Co- Clearly, we're we're pros. We know this. In and out. We'll, we will guide well, your life. Speaking of
0: in and out, I have a good in and out story. Mitch, I you are following this on I Twitter. Did. So, uh, for those of you who know me or may not, I, uh, about a year ago... Was cursed by by the gods with a dairy allergy. Now mm. this is different than lactose intolerance because my body can actually process the dairy, which a lactose in per- intolerant person cannot. Except I I my I have an allergic reaction to it. Now not in the drastic, you know, hives or my a- head explodes. Airlifting out of the city yeah. to to, you know, you better hit me with an EpiPen injection right away, right, yeah, straight yeah. to my heart, like freaking you know, Pulp Fiction-style <laughs> adrenaline shot right to the heart. It's not like that, but, uh, you know, if I basically, if I exceed a small amount, if I, if I have, if I cross an imaginary line, Right. I don't feel well for, like, the next day. Mm. So, I only got it, because it, what happened was it, it got me at E3 last year, where I just, I actually was so ill, I couldn't, I couldn't do the last day of E3 last wow. year. So, finally... Got a, Got all kinds of tests and figured it out. So now, um, I was I I recently Mitch. I don't even think you know this. So I I had a uh, a very brief visit to the emergency room. I a, don't know this. A story. couple months ago, because uh, I was having the crazy abdominal pain like all day and it just wouldn't go away. And so I called my doctor after hours because it was like seven o'clock at night. And he goes, "Well, you might have appendicitis." you mm. should probably go get checked out pack a bag you know in oh, case well, you have, have to, to stay overnight and get yeah. <laughs> get the demon cut out of you <laughs> um turned out to not be the case and they weren't they because well it could have been a virus that like you know it could have been in like any could have been in any number of things but anyway after that the doctor was just like stay off dairy for a while so i kept uh anyway long long story not quite as long after 12 weeks, I finally just got the green light. Like They're like, yes. okay, you're, you're doing fine. Go ahead and you can dip your toe back in the dairy waters. It's, it's really gross waters, too. I don't recommend putting your toes in that. Made there. of milk and just curdled cheese. Where's cheese mix. It's not good. It's hard to get off. <laughs> so um, I went. I finally, okay, I'm going to start small. I want an In-N-Out cheeseburger. Now, for those of you that don't know, In-N-Out burger is a West Coast thing. West's nope nope, nope. <laughs> okay. come on no, i forbid it <laughs> it just happened disallowed good thing it's uh, an audio podcast and you, there's no video no one mm-hmm. can see no one can what see you're shamed yeah so in and out burger is like the premier fast you know burger chain right fast food burger chain here out west they sure do love it out here you know back east uh five guys, five is, guys big. is great although we just we have one here now did yeah. you know this Brett? burling game not far from you. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. They've spread into the Midwest as well, because neither neither In-N-Out nor Five Guys were where I grew up, but uh, a Five Guys just popped up, and it's really good. So, if you have Five Guys, but not... Like, if you're East Coast, think of In-N-Out as sort of the better version of Five Guys. Yes, uh, I went there. I don't know about that. You know, they're, no, they're both good. They're both good. I prefer In-N-Out, but Five Guys is excellent. Yep. I've, had it, I've had Five Guys back in Jersey visiting family. Anyway, so I go to In-N-Out, and I'm like, okay, first dairy in three months. It's gonna be so good, and I had like mouth sex with that cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the best thing of all time, and I was fine. Yay! I splendid. Uh, yeah, I ate it, and it all went fine. And I just like to say that for those of you that can process dairy like a normal human being, don't take it for granted because it's, it's a beautiful. Cherish thing. Cherish your cheese. Cheese yes. is too good to give up. It's really tough. It is a beautiful thing. So this this weekend, I've already told. I've uh, made a date with my wife. We're getting the babysitter. We're going to one of my favorite awesome pizza places. We're gonna take the next step in the dairy. Ooh, I thought
1: you were gonna say back
0: to In and Out. It's like what a romantic evening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey, sweetheart. Maybe even tonight we can we we can skip the drive-through and actually <laughs> sit and go go inside in at one of the plastic tables. <laughs> I don't even know how I got Dr. To that Pepper's point. on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh boy anyway um right we were, we were just saying you can email us yeah unlocked at com. send us your emails we want to hear from you we do uh you know any xbox related thing any any xbox related thing yeah or you know i guess a little pop culture never hurts sure a little little, little sugar for if you give me an excuse to talk about comic books on this podcast i will
1: derail this whole thing though no, that's yeah, another
0: podcast a, you'll i'll be right there with you yeah but um anyway or apparently Spider Man. We can get Mitch to talk about Spider Man. Yeah, Spider-Man we did that today. That was too. nice. You know, maybe we should have a San Francisco podcast unlocked, like a like a reader meetup Meet to see somewhere. Batman. Maybe we should hook that up. That could be good. Could be fun. Be Do we crazy. have any any does anyone in San Francisco listen to this show? Or unlocked just at IGN. Us? <laughs> Let us know if you are that. Cause really, after Spider Man and Batman, is there anything else really no. worth seeing this summer? I mean, Expendables uh, two will be fun, but not like I if, do. It's not an sure, event movie, right? Sure. I do want to see Total Recall. Oh, dude, just...
1: they saw they showed the trailer for that last night. Yeah. I'd never seen it. I, I've been living my whole life thinking my whole life since they have announced that they were your whole life Total of eight years, right? But they announced they were doing the remake. It's like, why? Like, if any movie did not need remake, yeah. it's, it's a, Isn't
0: it a shot-for-shot shot remake, practically, too? Isn't it a... No, so, it's no, actually so, quite no. different. Oh, okay. Some of it is clearly
1: the same. Like, the they the trailer they showed in front of Spider-Man was incredible. That movie looks great. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities. Like, the wife thing is very, By very By the similar. way, what
0: happened to Colin Farrell? This is, like, a big comeback for him. He, like, he was the hotness for a while, and then he just disappeared. <laughs> he did SWAT, is what happened. Oh, he was coming off that bullseye high and uh, Oh, my God. Daredevil. We,
1: no so anyway, it looked good. <laughs> trailer trailer looked good. Yeah, Total Recall looks rad. I can't it, wait. It looked pretty cool. I gotta say. Good. Also, I'm people are hating on it. Cops starring Jake Gyllenhaal. That could be pretty what? cool.
0: I don't we see when, when we all went, uh the Prometheus. whole IGN crew went to see Prometheus, Oof. I thought that trailer was eh. I thought it was cheesy too, but I saw it again last and it, night well, and I was kinda into it. Here's my problem with that with that. The trailer was the whole movie in pretty five much. minutes. Yeah. I'll take care of your kid if anything ever happens to you. Oh, my God, giant shootout. We're going to shoot our way out of here, bro. I love you, man. I'll take care of your family. This sounds like a South Park commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Officer Bob, Brady. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Movies. Movies are fun. I just, I don't, it's, it, I find that I am I, hoping, though, Comic-Con, their fingers crossed for a Guardians of the Galaxy movie announcement. They confirmed I, it, I thought. I thought there was, like, basically confirmed, but there was no, like, yes, we are literally doing this. Okay. I uh, thought there was something about that. There was, like, hev- heavily speculated, I believe. Okay. Uh, but, man, to get a movie with, uh, yeah. So, Avengers was, like, I couldn't even process what I was watching, because it literally is my whole life waiting to see this movie. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, nice. honest to God, we're like, I've waited my whole life for this game. It's like, no, no, no. Imagine from like eight years old. I really want to see a movie with all the Avengers in it, and actively wanting that since you're like eight. It's not yeah. like, oh man, I've been waiting for this movie or this game since I heard it announced. Yeah, no, like uh, you know, uh, me and a million, yes, me and a million other, me and a million other people thoughts. all waiting for this movie. So it was super awesome. Uh, but the the nerdiest and weirdest I'd ever dare would hope was to get Rocket Raccoon in a movie, <laughs> and the idea that it's not preposterous now <laughs> it's like i don't even know what i would wish for after that like it, rocket raccoon in a major hundred million dollar movie i'm like i don't what what's, what's left, left? <laughs> what do i what do i ask for now so uh i'd like to offer offer my pre-condolences to the elston family as uh in the Uh-oh. their son is gonna jump off the golden gate bridge after this film comes out he's got nothing else to well, live that, for it's 2015 or you know, 2014 <laughs> i got a couple years not anyway. unless they install those stupid nets on the golden gate bridge
1: I just received your Twitter message saying you're here. Well, <laughs> I'm here. Shit, Brett's in the
0: lobby. <laughs> uh oh. Wait, I'm not. This isn't Brett. Who's in the lobby? It, are you? <laughs> yeah. Is, are we time traveling right now? Brett, scroll. Anyway, yeah. Uh, it's time for the unlock block, and we, our friend Brett Elston, can play along. This is where we, oh dear, we give away something today. Well, should we give away? Well, how sh- should we give away one of the Dragon's dogmas? Or, we could. And do it this way.
1: Yeah. Or we could keep it Twitter, Twitter exclusive. I guess
0: I, since I already said Twitter, maybe we should Twitter stick only. to Twitter.
1: This week you win, Mad Riders. Yes. Courtesy of Ubisoft. It's
0: my, the, our, I believe, a fourth and final code Good. of Mad Riders. Cool. So cool. Oh, and you'll get a copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen, courtesy of Activision. <laughs> and our winner this week for simply having his question selected because I liked it, Jack Morris from North Dakota, a state that uh, I would like to. S- to probably visit. Wait, which one has the Mount Rushmore? Uh, I believe that's South. Oh, sorry, North Dakota. I'm never coming there then. I don't know. I went there as a kid, and actually, my parents just visited. They drove out from oh. the Midwest and drove back through Mount Rushmore, showing cool. your true colors,
1: American patriot, on this July Fourth. Mount Rushmore is edition. super
0: weird. It's like it's it's simultaneously as way bigger than you think and way smaller than huh, you think. Really, and you're like that's pretty big, <laughs> but actually not really. Wait no, it actually that's pretty big rock. Well, I guess it could be bigger. Like you just go, you just wrestle with it the whole time. I don't know if I could ever. If like if I go there, I'm just gonna think that Team America's base is inside it. <laughs> America. It reminds me of a that Superman story that Jim Lee drew. I remember who wrote it. Maybe it was Azzarello, but that for tomorrow Superman story after Batman Hush. There was Superman for a year, and he fights Mount Rushmore. <laughs> what? It like Mount Rushmore stands up. is it a multi-headed beast oh my god and I remember reading it like huh? and just (laughs) Uh like turning the page
1: you'll notice we did turn this into a comics podcast Superman four score
0: and seven years ago (laughs) no match for the founding fathers (laughs) this is actual dialogue this is really good anyway (laughs) Jack Morris from North Dakota Um, the state that doesn't have Mount Rushmore in it or maybe Maybe it does. We we don't know. We live on the coast. Well, that's like another country. The United States of Canada. Yay. Yeah. Anyway, Jack Morris writes in, uh, and in doing so, wins a copy of Guitar Hero Van Halen and Mad Riders, thanks to Activision and Ubisoft, respectively. The question is this, gentlemen, in Guitar Hero World Tour. No, See what I did there? Ba-dum-bum. It's a Guitar Hero-related question, Cur- courtesy... or. Uh, because we have Guitar Hero prizes in Guitar Hero World Tour, what is the last song you unlock in Career Mode? What is the finale in World Tour? Which was, of course, the w- that was the first full band Guitar Hero. Yeah, it was Guitar Hero Four, Three was the biggest one. Three sold like six billion copies. Oh. Everybody on Earth had bought it. But yeah, World Tour was so was the final song in World Tour. Was it uh, "Purple Haze" by Jimi Hendrix? Was it Satch Boogie by Joe Satriani, Mr. Crowley by Ozzy, or Love Me Two Times by The Doors? Do either of you remember back to the, the guitar hero era, the I rock just, band era? I actually didn't play World Tour at all.
1: I didn't either, but I have a strong... I'm pretty confident in my answer. Okay. I'm going to go with Satch Boogie by Joe Satriani, because that dude is nuts on the guitar. And that would be an incredibly difficult song.
0: Yeah, Brett? for some reason, I I don't know. I wanna, I'm stuck between Jimi Hendrix or The Doors. It just feels like a game that they would end it on. Satriani seems too noodly and too out there to actually end the game with. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Love me two times. One of you is exactly correct. Oh dear. Oh my. It's Mitch. Congratulations, it! Satriani. Finally. Yes. Yeah. The the crazy guitar workings of a one. Satch. Joe Satriani. He's good. You tried Jack Morris.
1: Not today. <laughs> Denied. That's you can right. you can veer Gloat this in, all you want. You
0: can veer this into a comic book very quickly here. Let's not. Joe and Satriani. Surfing with the alien. Silver Surfer on the cover. Jeez, stop it. Alright. <laughs> Sorry, speaking
1: of Jack Morris, just remind I don't know why the name is not the same thing, but it's similar. So we saw a trailer for this Tom Cruise movie last night that I'd never heard of. Yeah. Uh, Was it? I mean,
0: does he, does he have a career left after Rock of Ages bombed catastrophically? This. So the trailer is just like... And by the King. way, what's the... Why does he, I saw something on Twitter where he keeps leaving his wives when they're 32. When they're 30, 32, 33? Okay. What's up with that? That's a badass cover. I like just it. showing him that Joe Satriani is <laughs> surfing with the alien. It's, it's actual silver surfer art on the cover. That's
1: sweet. So there's this trailer for this Tom Cruise movie where the title of the film is just some generic name. Sorry, Jack Morris, because that's how I drew the connection. No offense. It's just like... But the trailer is entirely him going, hey, Justice, hey, I'm a cop with nothing to lose. Hey, buddy, are you <laughs> sure you want to fight me? And then it cuts to the title, and it's like, "What is? what was that? It's like the most generic-looking movie of isn't, all time. Isn't Tom
0: Cruise like 5'2"? Like, wouldn't
1: I want to fight him? <laughs> he's a tiny man. He's very small. And he like beats the snot so, out of all these giants. You don't even Cruise. know the name of the film? No, because it's just like, the movie is like Joe
0: Snyder or some dumb Joe crap Snyder. cop name. Huh. It looks really awful. So, Jake Gyllenhaal from Cops could kick his ass. Probably,
1: yeah. He he looks jacked in that movie. Not as jacked as Kevin James in that movie about MMA fighting. That dude lost like a million pounds. (laughs) Like fat guy, Kevin James. Yeah, he got super jacked for this MMA movie. He did. Like Boss Rutan is his best friend in that movie. It's like the most ridiculous thing.
0: Boss Rutan, the guy from Grand Theft Auto Four. Boss Rutan, the guy from real life. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. There's no such thing as. I'm talking about the men's room yes. on GTA 4 yeah, television. Yeah. So that guy's
1: an MMA fighter, and he's training Kevin James in this movie called Here Comes the Boom. So,
0: I'm, wow, I'm by have P.O.D.? <laughs> boom, here comes the boom, Shout out ready to Amp- or not. Shout out to Amplitude. God, that game is great. It's so good. Kevin James is, st- if, by the way, if if you're, uh, Kevin James, his stand-up is hilarious. Most people probably only know him from that show Terrible that was on show. forever uh king yeah. of queens but if you if you youtube search kevin james uh big mac his bit about about eating mcdonald's big macs is freaking hilarious i believe you highly recommended we gotta wrap this up we do Hi hi hi. i know we love see we love stand-up comedy here at ig we do i listen to it all week on the spot him by stop, the way stop
1: talking me. stop it stop. wrap it up
0: public thanks to Mitchy d for uh hooking me up with a ticket to louis ck this november i know damn it i tried to get sold that. out man I, you got to be on top of that i know i can't wait i, I really wish I could that's be gonna down. be great i've seen him once at the san jose improv i, w- I was in the front row and it was amazing it was i i literally was i i was physically in pain from the like i'm not even joking like <laughs> laughing so hard that your sides hurt like yeah. that kind of rare right guttural just just human core laughter yeah is amazing i've had mm-hmm. that recently do tell uh with other, quickly with no 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 with, with, <laughs> with other podcasts that i don't know i'm just gonna you know mitch knows anyway, anyway yeah uh okay so <laughs> thanks to jack morris you've won yourself a couple games if you would like to try to join the winner's circle and win yourself a free game email unlocked at ign.com with the subject line unlock block and include your uh, full name if you want it your gamer tag and of course the question with four multiple choice answers and some of you are not noting what the answer is please tell me in the email what the correct answer is i just
1: want to send you questions i don't see those yeah. so
0: don't be afraid to mark it yeah don't worry about it so we'll play again next week and let's plug some things before we get out of here i want to plug dragon's dogma on sale now it <laughs> thank is a, you a capcom joint it's and, good uh, y- Everyone's kind of split on that title screen song, and it's so cheesy and silly. My and roommate
1: loves it, and every time he turns it on, he's like, "I
0: just gotta listen to this." I'm like, I shut th- that off I immediately." Have, I have to let that first guitar lick take over. Like that, <laughs> it's too good. But it, I agree, it's it's a divisive thing. For yeah. Sure, so, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma on sale everywhere now, which will get you access to the Resident Evil Six demo. It is the only way to access the demo, yep. which so it is and that demo is available right now. Uh, the game's not out till October, so yep. you can you can get a nice taste here uh, three months yep. before and, the game and if, shifts. And if for some reason you have a PlayStation and are also listening to the Xbox podcast and don't have an Xbox, uh, it, the demo does come to PlayStation 3 in September. So <laughs> <laughs> September. That's like a year from now. And also, as you play the demo, it is, it is just very much a snippet. So I know uh, if, if what you see you like or you don't like or you're curious about what this means or, you know, what... What else does the game have to offer? Obviously, there's a lot of shows still to come. We have Comic Con, Gamescom, TGS, so we'll be showing a lot more of the game and have, uh, I think, you know, some some new, new coverage, obviously for yeah you know, for the press to to tell you guys about. And where can we follow you and your your travels and uh, your, well, your we workings? Have, the main one is uh, at Capcom underscore Unity, yes. And then me myself is Brelston. Me myself yeah i'm me, me, good, me good with words mm-hmm. and have <laughs> m- writing daggery. myself <laughs> love twitter <laughs> you know how dumb i am by the way what a dummy i am it it, it was only about six months ago that i that the whole cap community, community yeah. thing even clicked for me like wow. i didn't even i thought cap community that's a strange thing to name your yeah. your your uh your community so Oh, Wait community! A I get it now. Yeah, I don't know who actually came up with that, with that idea, but I mean, and I get it's it. It's really good. Unity, yeah. community, we're together. It's really good. Well played. I'm, I'm very pleased with that. It's good. I had nothing to do with it. So at Capcom underscore underscore Unity on Twitter at uh, Brelston Brelston. Yeah. Just <laughs> mashing bur, my, Mashing my first and last names together. Oh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wait, oh, so, into one hybrid name. Yeah, yeah. so Brett yes. Elston Brilston becomes Brelston. got it. Uh, at Mitchy D mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at DMC underscore Ryan. We love the underscores around here. Yeah. What got is the DMC for? DeLorean Motor Car. Okay, because I think Devil May Cry. I know, last week? You no. Know, well, even before it was my job, I'm like, does he really like Devil May Cry at <laughs> that <person?" laughs> No. Okay, got it. <laughs> I like stainless steel vehicles. It's a nice car. Much. I like stainless steel, ebony, and ivory guns. (laughs) What? (laughs) Thank you. Okay, things I didn't need to know about Mitch. Item number 622. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As a gun fetish. We need to go go through that list sometime. (laughs) From the top. I remind you uh, (laughs) to check out our Xbox Live app, the IGN app. We can pipe all kinds of cool content to you through it. Should you be on your console and desire to watch I don't know, say video reviews of Dawn Guard, Spelunky coming Spelunky, soon, and all kinds of other good Xbox things. Of course, the main place to be is bookmark, make make it your homepage, IGN.com, or specifically if you're an Xbox-only person, IGN.com slash Xbox-360, that is where Mitch and I live. Yep. So, you know, back in the day, I remember it used to be like Xbox.IGN.com. Used to be. They are changing when I was in college. I was on the GameCube page every day. GCN. IGN, so good. I, yeah, every day. (laughs) Every day, I (laughs) I get to see Brett lost and fought over (laughs) there. Like, (gasps) yeah, no, like that was a man. Like, remember Luigi's Mansion early 2000s? Like, the, the, the GBA coverage and GameCube coverage here was nuts, it was really good. Friend Mirabella, yes. Actually, actually, I captivated A couple years ago, was like, dude, the GameCube stuff was so good. <laughs> and he's like, get away, kid. <laughs> sure, sure, sure thing, dude. Anyway, we're out of here. Thanks to everybody yep. for listening. Uh, many of you get us on the Zune Marketplace. <laughs> and nevertheless, though, most of you find us on iTunes, where you can just search for Podcast Unlocked and subscribe for free. Um. That's it. We do have a Capcom podcast every so often. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Generally every couple weeks, but you know, with traveling a schedule, it's hard to keep a consistent schedule. But generally every couple weeks, uh, that's just Capcom Unity official podcast. We did try to come up with a clever name so and just gave up. On if I just search for Capcom on iTunes, will it pull up? It should. Excellent. Yeah, in theory, Capcom Unity. It should at least. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's it was it was Greg, Seth, and I. And then now that Seth's gone, it'll be just Greg and I until we get someone else in there. Good to know. So, if you want to go work for Capcom, they hire in. We hire in. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, to all of our American listeners, hope you have a happy, safe Fourth of July. Do not play with M80s. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Save the butt light till you get off the boat. You, you off will off the lose boat. your hands, and then you won't be able to play video games anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's put it to you in terms that you can understand and relate to. <laughs> But in any case, uh, yeah, happy Independence Day to everybody in the U.S. and happy Wednesday to happy everybody else. Canada Day to, uh, to yeah, all true. our Canadian friends. Canada well Day. played, sir. I, was at the, I, was, I got to experience Canada Day in 07. It was magical. Really? A country that can just revel in its own pa- patriotism. That's not like, it's just, yay, Canada! Yeah. <laughs> it's just because. <laughs> it was so <laughs> great. Dude, everyone was so happy. It was yep. amazing. All right. Well, good stuff, gentlemen. Brett, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Please stop back again when there's something interesting. I will. Which you work for a company that has many interesting things. We always will have something to talk about. We'll see you soon. (laughs) All right. See you guys next week.